0: Personal finance is exactly that. It's personal and unique to your situation. So the last thing we all need is a traditional money expert insisting that we follow the same old rigid rules that just don't work for us. Whether you're just starting to manage your money, regardless of your age, or wanna hear another perspective on a money topic you already feel good about, this Latina covers it all. Welcome to the Check Your Money podcast with Norma Vargas, where this season I encourage you to be limitless. Today's episode is about financial abuse. I am not a mental health expert. I am simply trying to create awareness. If you feel this topic might be a trigger for you, I suggest you do not listen to this episode. And while I do provide resources, I am not providing mental health advice. Thank you. Hi, welcome back to Check Your Money. I'm your host, Norma Vargas. So two episodes ago, I spoke about financial health and how it can affect your emotional health. It was one of my shorter episodes because it was definitely one of the deeper topics as it relates to money. This particular episode is also along that trajectory, so I do expect it to be a short one because I don't want to overload with too much heaviness, but it is an important topic to cover. The truth is, I have a few reasons why I feel so strongly about checking your money. A really good friend of mine sent me a meme not too long ago, which, shared, which I shared on my uh, Instagram stories, and it said, extreme independence is a sign of trauma. And I felt that, not because I personally experienced the trauma, but because I'm so afraid of experiencing it. I used to watch Dr. Phil back in the day. And he'd always talk about creating what you fear, which, of course, made me fear even more. There are money facts such as spend less than you earn, create a budget, save for retirement. I've talked a lot about that, and there are always people who are just starting to do that and who need help, and that's okay. But once you know the basics, and maybe even more than the basics, you've got your behaviors. I've talked about avoidance in the past. And oftentimes I've fallen into that partly out of anxiety and partly because I'm afraid of falling into my hole. When stocks start started to go downhill, I actually stopped checking my E-Trade account, which is where I've got most of my investments, including my IRA. Yes, mischeck your money was like, screw this. I'm not checking that. I don't want to look. I don't want to know. When things seemed to have leveled off a bit, I finally went in. And as the market does, it bounced back. In the past, when I've been struggling and using my entire paycheck on bills, I wouldn't log into my bank account. I want to make sure I'm clear. I didn't say paycheck to paycheck for a reason. I had savings, but I compartmentalized my money. And in my mind, that money doesn't exist. That's emergency money, not living money. And quite a few times I had to go in there and transfer some out. But my avoidance behavior went as far as if one of my kids needed money, I would cash app it to them. Why? So I wouldn't have to look at my bank balance. I just wait for the what I call the bitch your broke text from Bank of America that I get when I have $40 in there because that's the threshold I had for that notification. I'm not talking about not checking your money because you don't want to on this particular episode. Today, what I want to cover is not checking your money because you can't. Economic abuse is a form of abuse when one intimate partner has control over the other partner's access to money, which basically takes away that person's ability and capacity to support themselves. And it forces them to to depend on the perpetrator financially. So basically, you can't do anything because you've got to go to your partner for money and you've got to explain your money. This includes not letting the person open up a bank account, controlling how how income or benefits are used. And let me be clear, there is a difference between this and the person who handles the finances or is the budget person. When I talk about financial empowerment, I'm not just throwing that term around because it's the term of the year, apparently, because I I have heard it a lot. There are times when you just don't want to be bothered with being the person who controls the finances. Not that you don't want to be bothered. Well, some people don't, but that you just don't want to do it, right? But you should always be aware. And I'm, I'm a really strong, strong advocate for that. You don't have to be the person who personally does it, but please be aware of what's going on. So the stats, a 2014 survey commissioned by the Allstate Foundation found that while 98% of domestic violence victims also abuse, sorry, also experienced financial abuse, 78% of Americans hadn't even heard of financial abuse as it relates to domestic violence. A 14-month study conducted by the Rutgers University School of Social Work showed that, the, that domestic abuse survivors who completed an extensive financial curriculum along with standard domestic violence services showed significantly improved financial literacy, attitudes, and behaviors than survivors who didn't go through the curriculum. The women who completed the training also reported feeling safer, freer, and more independent. There's a particular um, infographic that I found when I was doing this research, and it's on the consolidatedcredit.org website. If you just go on there and look for what is economic abuse, the infographic shows many things. It's really eye-opening. It's something you really want to just take, take a look at, if not just for yourself, like I've mentioned in a previous episode, but just to recognize this maybe in somebody that you care about. So a person isn't allowed to keep their paycheck and not because they've come up with a plan and one person volunteered to be the money person. I'm saying you hand it over and you get what I say you get. That's what I'm talking about. And you get convinced that they're doing it for your own good. That's a manipulation, guys. I've heard stories about people giving an exact shopping list to their person and exactly what they would need to to pay for that particular trip. Abuse can be also in the form of running up your credit without your consent or your knowledge. I've seen friends of mine go through downright brutal divorces because someone felt wronged and someone had to pay for that. It wasn't pretty and boy was money paid. Years and years of litigation because someone wanted to maintain control. Shoot, they're still going through it. Economic abuse is about control. It's a way to make you feel you have no choice but to stay put or that your financial life won't recover from leaving. There are nonprofit organizations that offer financial support for victims that need help getting out. You can start by calling the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE, which is 7233. Another thing that can be done is safety planning. And this is kind of a way of squirreling money away, um, just you know, setting money aside, maybe even having a friend or a family member start saving money up for you so that in the event that you do want to get out of the situation you're in, you've got a little seed money there. You want to be careful applying for credit if they have your social security number. Because again, they'll be able to track that you're kind of planning something. I am huge on financial empowerment, as I stated, and financial independence. I've seen what I now know as financial abuse. And that is my strong why. I've been on Clubhouse quite a bit lately. I know some of you iPhone users have been on And maybe some of you have even heard me speak in some of the rooms. When asked my why, that's my why. My why is that I've seen people go through this. I've seen people not be able to get out. And I've seen this sort of thankfully in the earlier stages of my life, like teenage years. And it shaped how I am, good, bad, or indifferent. You know, I may be a little, maybe too controlling when it comes to money, but that's because of that fear that I just talked about before. It's that fear that what if something happens? I, you know, I will never put myself in a position where I can't say F you is my big thing. And I didn't get that from a book, I got that from my childhood. I got that from watching women not be able to leave. Okay, sorry, I'm going to get a little emotional here, and maybe I should edit this out. But you know what? The fact of the matter is there's no way that you could possibly understand. If you're a regular listener, you've heard some of my stories. I'm big on stories. That's how I feel. People um, can relate to me a little more and understand where I'm coming from and maybe say, oh, you know what? I've been there too. And take my stories my life experiences as maybe lessons that you can look out for. You don't have to go through. Um, And again, I'm not saying I went through a lot of this stuff. A lot of this stuff I just saw and it shaped my thinking, my thought process on money. And financial abuse is one of those things that I just feel so passionate about. So again... I am not saying that if you don't feel like participating, that you should participate anyway. I am saying you should be aware. And you should also be aware if you're in a situation where the person is so controlling about your money and you have to kind of wonder why. Now, I am not a mental health expert, as I stated in that episode. I am not a domestic violence expert. I suggest that if you need help, please call that hotline that I just just gave, the 800-799-SAFE. But I just want you to know that being limitless is about many things. Mainly, it's about being able to take control of your life, whatever that means for you. Check your knowledge. I hope I've helped by creating some level of awareness that this exists, and maybe a little guidance or motivation. Money confidence is achievable. I you know, this is one of my shortest episodes. I did that on purpose. That was by design. Short, not necessarily sweet, but hopefully to the point in somewhat eye-opening for someone who maybe needed to hear this, who is seeing that possibly within themselves or in someone that they love. Again, if you're currently facing domestic abuse or need support, please call the Domestic Violence Hotline, 799-7233. Sorry, 1-800-799-7233. You can also visit some of these resources, loveisrespect.org and womenslaw.org. You can find a local advocate with that womenslaw.org or shelter. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate your support and welcome your feedback. You can do that by liking, sharing, and rating. I also invite you to check out my website, checkyourmoney.today. You'll find links to my YouTube channel, upcoming blog, and so much more. Don't forget to check your money and be limitless. The information provided in the Check Your Money podcast, associated social media accounts and website is intended solely for the personal non-commercial use of the user who accepts full responsibility of its use. While we have taken every precaution to ensure that the content of the aforementioned is both current and accurate, errors can occur. We accept no responsibility or liability for any errors or omissions in the content. The information provided by Check Your Money and its affiliated entities is general in nature provided for educational purposes only, and should not be considered to be legal, tax, accounting, or investing advice. In all cases, you should consult with professional advisors familiar with your personal factual situation for advice concerning specific matters before making any decisions.